0: The Auto Success the podcast. This podcast is for automotive sales professionals looking for tools and strategies for maximum success. Now, here's your host, Thomas Williams.
1: Today on Auto Success the podcast, sponsored by dealer.com. We're welcoming back Mark Tour, an author and nationally known consultant in the field of marketing and sales and the president of Tour Enterprises. We last spoke with Mark in episode 138, and today we'll be talking about achieving your goals. Welcome, Mark. Uh, Thank you for taking the time to speak with us again.
0: Thank you. I appreciate it.
1: It's a pleasure being here. Anytime. We've just entered the period where many people's New Year's resolutions have gone to the wayside. What, in your opinion, is the main reason that people tend to not follow through with these?
0: Well, I think there are several reasons, but number one is that people tend to set New Year's resolutions at that period of the year because they're thinking of a clean slate and they're trying to envision themselves as they would like to be, but not how they really feel that they are. And what I mean by that is there's probably three or four things if you want to reach what you want, why you, what you've got to do. And number one is you got to understand the why. And when the why gets strong, the how gets easy. Mm -hmm. But when I ask people, why do you want something? They'll say, for example, I want to make more money. And when I say why, as obvious as that sounds, they can't really often give me a very concrete answer as to what that is. And there's certainly no emotion behind it. Uh, So they don't have a very, very clear path and idea of what the why is. When the why gets strong, the how gets easy. Number two, I think the reason why people, uh, fail quite often on New Year's resolutions is they have a belief system currently, uh, through years of experiences, through uh, learning, teaching that does not support them in trying to reach the goals that they want. And they have some very limiting belief systems that are locked, hard locked into the subconscious. And so it's as if they're trying to reach a goal with their conscious mind where they make the choice of what they want, but their subconscious is sabotaging them consistently and drives them in a different direction. And they can never figure out, gosh, why is it that I self-sabotage myself or I give up? And so you got to look at erasing your existing limiting beliefs, and there's certain things you can do that, and you have to replace them with new beliefs, a completely new belief system that supports you taking not only positive action, but sustaining those actions, uh, even at the times when you may not necessarily feel like you can or should. Like I think it was Vince Lombardi said that uh, fatigue makes cowards of us all. But when the why is strong, when you've rewritten your belief system to be more supportive of your actions, you tend to sustain and keep going even when uh, you normally and most people would quit or give up.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, Mark, you've said that uh, words are cheap and that you must truly decide. What do you mean by truly decide, and how how does it change your outlook?
0: Well, the the actual root of the word decide means to cut off. You have to cut off from all other possibilities. You have to become somewhat fanatical and maniacal in your pursuit. And if you ever watch the movie uh, Aviator with Howard Hughes, talking about his life story, even though obviously he eventually went way off the rails and went nuts, uh, when he was the same person, he acted somewhat maniacally towards his goals. And when other people were giving him all the reasons why he couldn't, shouldn't, impossible, he was 100% immersed in the idea that it was not only not impossible, that it would absolutely happen. His belief system supported that. And there are things you could do to make that happen, but uh, until you get to that point, it's all just words, and there's no commitment behind it. You don't have the why, you don't have the correct belief system. you don't have the right actions that are sustainable. So at the moment that you get to a point uh, where you're tested, you tend to uh, go back to your subconscious training that you have in your mind that says, okay, Here's why I can't do this. Here's my limiting beliefs. Um, and there, there's all kinds of things. One exercise I invite people to do is write down your 20th earliest memories about money. What were you taught? Parents, teachers, etc.? And you're going to find that most of them are very negative in nature, and if they're even positive, that they're based upon what I call scarcity, and the root of the word scarcity is scared. That there's scarcity. Well, there's no scarcity of money. There's no scarcity of abundance. Um, it's just a different mindset, completely. So there, there has to be emotions behind everything because uh, if you don't have emotions, um, the goal isn't. It, it doesn't have any meaning. You, you you don't. If I say go out and make money is my goal. There's no emotion behind the idea of making money. It's what are you going to do with that money that does give you a certain emotion once you reach that goal. That's where the true emotion is, and you will never accomplish your goal if it's a a tough-to-reach goal unless you tap into the emotional driver of what you want and what you need. And everybody has certain wants, they have certain needs, and you tend to repeat everything you do in your life every day on almost autopilot based upon those needs. So what you want to try to do is get those needs met every single day with what I call a sprinkling system. If it's achievement is your need, if it's freedom is a need of yours, everything you do, all the people around you should be supporting you and getting those needs met so you now move towards wants. And when you're acting out every day of your life moving towards wants rather than need, you get away from becoming needy. And needy people tend to self-sabotage every goal they go for because the subconscious takes them right back to, I need to go do this over here instead of this because, gosh, I need this.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's continue with that thought of emotions, Mark. Uh, you were talking about the importance of it, and and if you could maybe elaborate on those importance uh, of why emotion behind your goals is, is, is important.
0: Almost everything we do in life is based upon emotions that you feel once you do something. Uh, And so you get some emotional need out of it. And it, you know, can be as basic as your happiness or whatever the driver is. But when you look at a goal, uh, just like I mentioned with money or if it's to sell more, okay, what will that give you? What do you feel? And you have to begin to feel that. Um, To give you an idea, I tell people, just imagine if it was a dry erase board. And when you write down your goal, think of what limiting beliefs, what's your little what I call PS statements, the person that uh, sits on your shoulder, whatever you want to call it, your subconscious that is telling you why you couldn't do it or why you think it would be tough to do it or all those things that self-sabotage. Then you have to begin to try to erase those and rewrite in a positive sentence. And it sounds silly, but I've had people write up to 100 times a day what it is that they want as if they've already achieved it. And then thinking visually of himself having achieved it and what emotion that they're feeling when they get there. And they begin to walk, talk, and act like that person because they have bombarded their subconscious with this to the point where it influences their conscious choices. If you don't change the subconscious, you're not changing the emotion, then you're not going to get what you want. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Mark, you've also said that you need to create a superstar mindset. Can you explain what that mindset is and, and what are the first steps to achieve it?
0: Uh, just playing along some of the things that I've said. I know in my book, How to Be a sales superstar I wrote a whole chapter about creating a superstar mindset. And uh, in that, we talked about what are your roadblocks. Example, if you look back through history, of your history, of your life, if you set a goal and you didn't reach it, write down what it was you think that kept you from reaching that goal or when you did reach a goal. Going back to your childhood even, all the way through your life, what are the things that supported you in reaching that goal? Was it a particular attitude? Was it particular people that helped you and mentored? Was it education? So if you can start to identify your patterns, once again, Our subconscious, you you don't lose anything in your subconscious mind. Everything you ever hear, see, do, and experience is locked in your subconscious, and it creates your kind of like an auto-responder. Most of us go through life every single day taking action based upon those Mm auto-responses that is based upon your subconscious. So you've got to start to identify what it is that makes you do what you do because we tend to repeat patterns, even the negative things. And so if you begin to reprogram your mind with what you want to support you, with others and with things that you do, you will begin to experience what I call RPEs, recent positive experience. If you do not do that, RNEs, recent negative experience, and obviously if you have a bunch of recent negative experiences, it locks more into your subconscious of, and you hear people say, well, uh, you know, if it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. Or every time I try this, here's what happened. Those are nothing more than auto responses created from your subconscious that you have to retrain. And I know that sounds like a little bit of a, for some people would say, it sounds like psychobabble. If somebody could just trust that, most of what they succeed or fail at in their life is based upon their subconscious and their auto responses and that you can reprogram it. You are who you decide to be at any given moment, period. And you will begin to walk, talk, and act like that person and begin to program yourself in a more positive state to get you where you want to be.
1: And Mark, uh, what is the importance of, uh, of setting deadlines to meet your goals? I think it's huge
0: because um, I've heard it said before, I certainly didn't make it up, that a goal without a deadline is nothing more than a wish. And we all wish for things, but uh, there's an old Hindu proverb that says, pray, but move your feet. You got to take action. And mm-hmm. what you find is with deadlines, think about it. What's the busiest, most productive day of the year for most people? And I'll throw this out to you. The day before you go on vacation. How much do you get done that you tackle that's amazing that you could put into a day or two days before your vacation because you have this massive deadline and you want to get this done and off your plate before you leave. You don't want to think about it. You don't want to worry about it. So you're ultra, um, ultra successful in your actions and your productivity. Now, when you set a deadline, it puts you in motion. It does not mean that you're always going to reach your goal on that deadline. There have been times I've written goals, and I will find that I may not reach it a year, two, five years later. But I have set it in motion, and I have taken much greater action because of that deadline. And you will find that with a deadline, you'll tend to reach more of your goals and reach them more on time or close to that time. Otherwise, once again, it's just a New Year's resolution of something you say to kind of make you feel good for a moment. It's like a pacifier, but it has nothing behind it.
1: And Mark, what one idea would you like our listeners to take with them today uh, concerning achieving their goals?
0: Uh, the biggest thing, everybody's achieved something good in their life. And if you really break it down, it's just a series of, of, small, of small steps, of small actions. That's all it is. You've got to break it apart. And there are massive things that people achieve every year, but it took just one step. And it's just getting started. And people want magic pills. You know, they're just not willing to pay the price a lot. They think, uh, you know, if I go out and do this, I want instant results. It doesn't always work like that. So you, you, you have to believe in yourself, God, the universe, whatever it is that you believe in, that if you take these small steps, that it will happen. Example, I love to lift weights. And I know that when I lift weights, my muscles are actually breaking down when I lift. They're tearing apart at the cell level happens with your muscles for the next 24 to 48 hours that you're done it begins to rebuild it begins to repair itself and there's muscle memory and that muscle memory not only repairs itself but it makes it stronger and bigger and that muscle memory says boy if this happens again i'm even better prepared so each time that you lift you get bigger you get better you get stronger and the next thing you know within 30 days i've seen people miraculously change their bodies. Within six months, I've seen them uh, through very small actions every day uh, make massive increases of whatever it is that they're looking
1: to achieve as their goal. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, Mark. We appreciate the information. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it and have a wonderful day. Our guest today has been Mark Tuart, author, consultant, and president of Tuart Enterprises. For more information about his company, visit www.tour.com. That's www.tewart.com.
0: Thanks for listening to the Auto Success Podcast. For more information about Auto Success Magazine, log on to autosuccessonline.com. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions about this show or future shows, email us at podcast at autosuccessonline.com. Now make it a successful day.